sports story everyone's talking about today is just moments away. So call or text us right now at 573-875-KTGR and make your voice heard. This is The Big Show with Andy and Brendan on KTGR. Second hour of the program. Thanks for tuning into The Big Show on ESPN 100.5 and 105.1 KTGR, your total sports station in mid-Missouri. Thanks for tuning in online at KTGR.com and on the KTGR app. We're talking NFL draft and really NFL combine stuff next. Jaden Daniels has gotten some buzz this week about whether or not he should actually be the number one overall pick over Caleb Williams. How valid do you think that is? We'll talk about it in a few minutes. We'll give you some Como Man Show tickets at 520. We've got producer Chris's moment of the week at 525. Some Mizzou talk before they take on Ole Miss this weekend. And then our picks of the week at 545. You can join us at 875-KTGR here on the show. But first, it's 5 o'clock. It's time for the top five at five on the big show. Number one. You want to trade away for curtain number one? You can have curtain one. Down here in Jupiter, Florida, it's pretty common to see Carter's players trying to get out of the facility after their workouts early in spring and heading to the golf course to get around in with their buddies on the team. Today, the Cardinals brought the golf course to the Jupiter Complex where they set up a pin, basically, in straightaway center field and had a little team-building activity, playing some golf, have a closest-to-the-pin competition Matt Carpenter, impressed, at least with his attire, had the visor, had the golf polo tucked into his baseball pants the whole bit. Uh, I believe it was his team that won. Others that were definitely impressive, though, include Thomas Sejaci and Nolan Gorman. He's got a nice golf swing as well. Jordan Walker, maybe less so. Number two. Number two. Your timing is impeccable. Caleb Williams was asked by a clown with a credential at the Combine in Indy on Friday whether he's scared to compete as a result of him not participating in virtually anything out at the Combine in Indy this week. I think he's going to do it all at his pro day. Uh, But this clown, who I think is a fantasy football guy too, which i got to say, as much as I love fantasy, a lot of those guys don't have any business being at the Combine. Uh, Anyway, I think what it boils down to for Williams is he knows he's got leverage, right? He's the consensus number one pick, unless he's not. Jaden Daniels, perhaps? I'll tell you why I'm not so sure I wouldn't take Daniels over Caleb Williams. We'll talk about that in just a couple of minutes. Number three. Mizzou guys are getting their work in at the Combine. I think Cody Schrader, although he got to share his story today, will run tomorrow. A 4.4440 for Chris Abrams-Drain. And his rake straw came in a little slower at 4.54. But I'm also seeing that he was battling through a groin injury where he suffered it early in the workout and plans to redo it all at the Pro Day on March 22nd. And uh, rake straw retweeted that report and said, no excuses, just watch for the final result. Number four. Oh, I shanked it. Old Jay called in and mentioned it yesterday, but yeah, the Blues have been sort of sour in recent weeks. Losers of three straight, and Bannister's team is starting to slide. Seven points out of a playoff spot in the Western Conference. I think they're probably cooked, so it'll be interesting to see whether the interim head coach is able to keep the job long term. Number five. What is the five bangers? Say to the face. Stop. Defensive back Tyler Owens sure didn't come to Texas Tech to play school. It was one thing when I heard he said, oh, he's a supporter of the flat earther theory. Okay, we've seen that before with guys like Kyrie Irving. But to say that space simply doesn't exist? That's the Big Show's Top 5 at 5 on KTGR.
875-KTGR if you want to call or text us. Guns up, books down, man. I think that's, that's got to be their I mean, new slogan. That is got As someone who grew up in Texas, I'm not going <laughs> to discount that theory or that slogan at all. Uh, sorry, Texas Tech. Gotta love old loving. <laughs> I think sorry. my friend heard that from like a high school teacher. He was from Texas, too. And they were like, yeah, that's kind of how it is out there in Lubbock. Very yeah, funny. Yeah, it was. Uh, Patrick Mahomes made it. I don't know how he did it, but yeah. he made it. If that's what they're teaching hey, out there. I mean, yeah, but please, Mahomes, don't just lobby for this guy because he's from tech. Texas yeah, Tech. Don't, yeah, don't please. Do that. No, yeah, let's pass on this guy, uh, Chiefs. I think that's a smart Listen, thing he's to just do. stuffed with football knowledge, all other knowledge of other things. It's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, it's like, football <laughs> and breathing. That's all you need, man. We're all thinking Get out the there. same SpongeBob episode right now. Aren't we? Yep. Yeah, we are. <laughs> that's probably true. Have a ball, kid. Oh, man. 875-KTGR. Give us a call or a text. Okay, so the uh, the prevailing, I guess, belief around the NFL Combine this week, and not everybody holds it. It's coming from a few sources, but there are some people that think Jaden Daniels should be taken number one overall over Caleb Williams. Why? Well, that's a great thing what that we're trying to find out at this point, what, if we're being please honest. Please elaborate on this. Somebody. Brendan's the one why? who... Brendan's the guy who... Brought it to the table weeks. here on this fine radio program. Uh, defend yourself, Brendan. What what is what is behind this? Do you I mean, Jaden Daniels the, at number one. The first thing I will say is that as much as these combine obsessed, you know, pre-draft process dudes like to pretend they know it all, they absolutely don't. What was it Mel Kiper said the other day? Where when it comes to JJ McCarthy, he's like, usually we know. Well. Sometimes we don't actually know, but we at least know what we think. It might be wrong, but we're at least convicted in our wrong opinion. Like, we have to, at the beginning of this process every year, in my opinion, take solace in the fact that we actually don't know. Even when you think you know, you don't. You can't tell me every year this happens, Andy. Like, Trevor Lawrence, it was just absolutely, he was going to be generational incredible. I think to this point in his NFL career, he's pretty good. But, like, he's not been that generational guy yet. We'll wait and see. Right. I can think about literally as recently as last year, the consensus was that Bryce Young should go number one. Yeah. Did we think that? We did. I did. Yeah, I did. But C.J. Stroud looks way better better after one year. Now it would have been a clown take if you're saying, yeah, Bryce Young better than C.J. Stroud. Nobody would say that right now. So we have to keep in mind that we don't know what we think we do. We're not as smart as we think we are. That being said, I feel some sort of comfort in my take being the guy who was absolutely electric at the quarterback position against SEC defenses all year this past season and would have won a national championship if his defense wasn't so bad that they had to steal Mizzou's coordinator and make him the highest-paid assistant in college football. I feel pretty good about that being my take that, like, look, Caleb Williams is great and he might be better than Jaden Daniels, but, like, if I had to pick one... I at least don't think it's automatically Caleb Williams. Who would I pick if push came to shove? I don't know. But I could see the argument for Jaden Daniels because he is electrifying, and I I don't really have some of the, I don't know, like all this character stuff with Caleb Williams I think is overblown. People are trying to talk yes. themselves into stuff because he's the consensus 1-1. I don't think that's fair to the kid. But also, like, just on the merit of his electrifying performances, I don't know that I wouldn't take Jaden Daniels just based on that. Right. Okay. So here's the thing. I 
totally agree with the premise of your argument. We don't know. We, and we don't. Like, we are all guessing out here. Just with every single draft, we are guessing that Caleb Williams is the best, or, or as he's been described, best quarterback prospect since either Trevor Lawrence or Andrew Luck or whoever you're comparing him to. Like, we are guessing on that premise. It's with knowledge that we that we do have in front of us that it it's on evaluations that do have some merit, but you're right. We don't know. And I think the reason why we don't know is why I say that if I'm Ryan Poles of the Chicago Bears and I'm not drafting Caleb Williams with the number one overall pick or I'm taking my I'm taking my ability away to take Caleb Williams and, and allow somebody else to draft him, whether I'm trading that pick away or I'm letting him slide to somebody else because I'm taking Jaden Daniels or whatever other quarterback, I think that's why I think it, it, it would be the dumbest thing ever because we don't know. But what we do know is that Caleb Williams seems to have more steam as the number one overall guy, and if we, and if we saw the Bears take Caleb Williams number one overall, then nobody's surprised by that. Nobody says, oh, they're making a terrible decision. No, I mean, Caleb Williams so is going on... to be their guy. And so that, that that's the, and if he doesn't pan out, we're not going to overly bash over the I head of the Bears. Ryan Poles would not lose his job if Caleb Williams is drafted by the Bears and he doesn't pan out because everybody right. would have done it. Okay, but everybody I, would have done it. What you're saying is probably fundamentally true. Other than I don't know for sure that he wouldn't lose his job. Like uh, we don't know what not the circumstances over this, will be. Though. He could lose okay. it over something else, but well, not over but like, this. The you result two franchise quarterbacks, man. But if know. you trade away yeah, the on, pick and you let somebody else draft Caleb Williams and he works out, that could be a fireable. But why? Okay, but why is that? Like, here's my argument. Caleb Williams, let's say he's not actually good. The Bears lose for a number of seasons more. I don't think you're right. I think Ryan Poles is no longer the GM after two, three, four years. But it wouldn't be because he drafted Caleb Williams. It would be because of other things. No, it would be because they didn't win enough games because the quarterback that they drafted who happened to be Caleb Williams didn't pan out. It wouldn't be viewed as like an all-time bad blunder by... A front office because no. yes, the consensus is that Caleb Williams is expected to be really good, but that's, in my opinion, that's a horrible process by which to make decisions. Be, just because everybody else says I'm supposed to, I don't like that at all. I think the guy, man, that's, the what, that's what we see all the time. It's what we Does see all make, the time, man. Okay, you continue to say it's what we see, it's what happens. That doesn't mean it's what should happen. If you think Jaden Daniels is is the best player, then that's who you should pick. Don't do it because everybody's told you to. That's an awful argument. That's one of the worst arguments I've ever heard. And you're d- that's one of the worst it. arguments you've ever heard. Come on, man. Are you to serious? make the yes, your case is that the Bears the guy draft Caleb the, who Williams has been far and away proving that according he could to be who? the best guy. According to everybody, that's a terrible. Just because everybody says that I'm supposed to do it. I'm going to stake my franchise it's not that you're on that. Supposed to, but you're. That's what but you're you saying. Have as good of a chance as anything to to have it work out, and then if you decide to reverse course, then you're going to get all of the question marks. So yes, that's so you're why not, you're more scrutinized by making a different move. That doesn't mean that the best move isn't the one that will be most scrutinized. We don't know. 
So I'm not just like when we don't and because know, we don't know, go with what the should be the sure thing. Yes. But that's, there's no sure thing. That's the that's the part where we're going to disagree. You're where saying we, go with, where we think the most sure thing is, and that's Caleb. Who's Williams. we? Like who's we? Just because some, us, like everybody. But we don't know. I on, Ryan on the radio, Pulse probably thinks that. Okay, but if he does, then he should draft Caleb Williams. I'm talking about the event in which he doesn't think that way, or better yet, what I actually think should happen is the Bears should trade the pick and get a haul for it and trade down to like three. Let the Patriots get Caleb Williams. You get a haul, and you probably still can draft Jaden Daniels. Like if you're, if you think Jaden Daniels is as good as I think he is, that's what I would do as the Bears. I'm going to have my cake okay. and eat it too. Okay. I think it's a mistake potentially to hold the pick and draft Jaden Daniels at number one. I think, but only because it's not a great allocation of resources. It's more of a strategery kind of deal, right? You'd probably, like, you'd probably you can get yeah. Daniels later. By all no, accounts, for sure. because yeah. of what everybody else yes. thinks. But don't, right. I'm not going to group think myself into having the, the wrong quarterback if I'd rather have a different guy. Just because everybody, well, everybody said, and my decision won't be scrutinized. I don't think that's the way I would want to run my team at all. I hear what you're saying, but I think that's cowardly to run your team that way. It's just because oh, it's, everybody it's says I should. Like it's for so people I will. who want to keep their jobs, and I think Ryan Poles would be just fine if Caleb Williams. Doesn't live that's up to we- the height. He maybe he would be, but that's a weird lens through which to like run your organization. If if we're just talking on the radio on the big show here at at five fifteen, see how I deftly maneuvered from Eastern time to Central time with that. Did a little math there on the fly. It took you a little bit, but I'm fine. But, but then I talked about right, it yeah, after the good. fact, so that didn't really help our our our, our rhythm kind of here. Stuck in the mud right now. <laughs> yeah, okay. but I, okay. I think that if it's a case of. I'm just doing this show to see what Ryan Poles should do so we can help him keep his job, then we're talking about a weird topic for a mid-Missouri-based radio show. But if we're just talking about, like, generally what should you do if you're in that spot, I would say don't just draft Caleb just because everyone says you should. All right. That's silly. But that's also not my only reservation. Like, that was just my first one. Yeah, I get it. Jaden Daniels. Is there something wrong with Jaden Daniels? Because no. I saw a really explosive no, there's player nothing wrong in Columbia, with Missouri Daniels. last year. Absolutely. I did, too. And I saw him do it against other SEC defenses. And I saw it against you know uh, several other uh, instances there. And I still have reservations. And you're going to not like it, probably. But the size is the issue. Right. Like the build of Jaden Daniels. This is what happened to RG3. He was great for one season with with Washington, and then poof, one moment in a playoff game, someone darn near breaks his leg in half, and he's never the same. And that's what I worry about with Jaden Daniels. He could look great in his first year. I don't doubt it whatsoever. I'm taking the guy that looks a little more like Andrew Luck, that looks a little more like Patrick Mahomes, and has the same skill sets. Now, I will say this, though. Caleb Williams is shorter than Jaden Daniels. Is that Am I wrong about this? I think I'm, they're comparable in height, yes. I think Jaden Daniels is listed at a much a taller height, but... The, Caleb Williams more, is not overpoweringly tall. You're right. Caleb Williams is built, though, in terms of... First of all, Caleb Williams' game is not as much predicated on running as, like, if you're drafting Jaden Daniels... It's to do what we've always said the Bears need to do with Justin Fields. Yes. You need to let him be a run, not a mobile quarterback that can move around running. in the pocket. Yes. You need him to be a running quarterback a la RG3, a la Michael Vick, and that's a very, a la Lamar Jackson. Like, that's a very, it's a difficult thing to commit to because 
you know what the ramifications of that decision are if your guy gets hurt, right? But Lamar Jackson has done this and has done it well. I think that Jaden Daniels is a tall guy that could pack on some extra muscle and be more durable. Like, I don't, why can't he do what Lamar Jackson does and be an MVP caliber quarterback? Because he's just as electrifying as Lamar Jackson was in college. I mean, he, Jaden Daniels, with what he did last year, I don't know that there's a counter argument to that. Lamar was incredible at Louisville. Jaden Daniels was incredible at LSU. And he's not a short guy. He's tall. He's just skinny. Put on some muscle and let's go to town. I, yeah, that's the thing that you got to get with Jaden Daniels. Is he can do he it. I, get him an NFL trainer and, and I, it, we'll get I there. Understand. And look, I, if I'm the Bears, I am very intrigued by the idea of, look, if I really like Jaden Daniels, and I very well may, then I am kind of waiting a little bit. I'm it. not calling these teams, but let's say Washington calls me. I think Washington's actually the maybe because they could – Want to draft Caleb Williams because they just hired Kingsbury, Are they right? four? Where is Washington? What's they're two, their, aren't they? They're two. They okay. two? And they just, I would be and they just hired, down They hired day. Kingsbury just then, right? Yeah. Like he's, and there's he's a connection the, there to yeah. be made because so, I mean, he wants to go to Washington. Just let Washington come to you and say, all right, uh, what do you want, Washington? What are you, uh, what are you thinking? Keep your cards close what? to your vest. Exactly. Pretend you want Caleb Williams. Right, yes. Because everyone like thinks everybody. you do. Ryan Poles is playing this the way that he should. We like everybody. We like all these quarterbacks. We don't know what we're going to do yet. We're still trying to feel feel it out. If he crushes this and something like this happens, Andy, I don't think it will. I think they'll they'll trade Justin Fields for a song and they'll draft Caleb Williams. Yeah. I think what they should do is exactly what you're talking about. Let it let it play out. And the one guy that you might screw over in this is Justin Fields, and they would like to be able to do right by him. But I think the Bears are crazy if they don't let this draw out closer to the end of April. Let it play out because you don't have any – Reason well, other than the end of, well, free agency. There's there once the year starts, you. But do you're not signing sure a free know. agent quarterback. I guess you. You're, but, but as a you selling want point. To, but other teams are going to be signing other free agent quarterbacks. When does it have start? As, it's it's mid March, so okay. you want to have as wide open a market as possible for Justin Fields. So you do. There is a time on this. Okay. You you can't let it play out that long. That's fair. But you're right. You don't have to rush now. Just. Let the other teams come to you and see what can you get for this and that. So what I would want to see first is maybe the trade down to Washington at two. But, but like, whatever point you trade Justin Fields, all that's doing is admitting you're drafting a quarterback. As long as you're within the first three yeah. or so, right? you're good. Because there's uh, Drake May, as long as you like him enough, isn't he the third guy? I don't think there's a fourth guy off the top of my head. McCarthy probably lower down. Um, Michael Penix. Michael Penix, like... I'm probably looking at, for me, trying to make sure I secure Jaden Daniels because, at least according to Brendan, that's who Brendan likes. I like Jaden Daniels and would think that's electrifying. So if I trade Justin Fields, that doesn't preclude me from still dabbling in the pool with Washington or even the New England Patriots just with the hope that, you know, if I really like Daniels. I don't think you'd stake your franchise on it if you hated Drake May, but I would be willing to even trade down from from 2 to 3 or 1 to 3 thinking that maybe Jaden Daniels will be there. You watch. If you let the Patriots have Jaden Daniels, they're going to figure it out, man. I, they're going to they're gonna end up being the fun team that the Patriots often aren't. You know, and under Belichick, it was always just this stogy way of just suffocating you down. I we have, all hated them. Uh, I have doubts about that, but I want to get to Chris here. Chris, what do you got? It's funny that we went down this angle because I'm still kind of caught up on Jaden Daniels being your number one overall pick if you're like the Chicago Bears. For me, it really kind of boils down to, this is more just like a, 
This is going to sound crazy, but it's about how he plays that has me kind of caught up here. Because when you take a look at a guy like Justin Fields, like one of the big things that he had that was kind of like a minus in like his checkbox, right, was he had some issues, and he still kind of does to an extent, of throwing over the middle of the field, right? You want to make sure you can nail down those those throws. It's nice if if you can, you know, throw it in between like the hash marks or whatever on like the corner of the field. That's all well and good. But that's something about J.D. Daniels' game that I don't think is quite there yet. And I feel like if you're a team like the Chicago Bears, who are, you know, I guess looking to move on from Justin Fields now, right. I don't know why you would do that. Wouldn't it feel like a redux? It would, yes. it would kind did? of feel like a step down because I do feel like at the end of the day, Justin Fields' arm strength is just that much better than Jaden Daniels' is still. For the Bears specifically, Chris makes a good point. Like, they're the team that happens to hold this pick, and, and there, there are similarities there where you'd go, why would we get this other version of Justin Fields? If we already have just like if you want to get like the guy who can like make more throws and has like, you know, comparable arm strength or something like that. I feel like you'd be better off with like a Caleb Williams or even like trading down for like a Drake May, because I feel like his arsenal of like just like throwing in different spots around the field after watching a little bit of tape on him. I haven't seen the whole thing. It's I think it's pretty, pretty damn good, quite frankly. And I feel like you kind of have to work a little bit harder with Jaden Daniels to sort of get that. Maybe you want that time. That's totally fine if you're Ryan Poles or something, but. You know, if you're really trying to get back in the saddle again, like sooner or quicker, something like that, I feel like you'd have to opt for dudes who have stronger throwing arms. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, at this point, uh, we'll, we'll see what the Bears decide as far as the, the offers that they get and what looks best and, and where they can go. But 875-KTGR, call or text us with what you think. I would trade down like five times. What if Justin Fields is like a fine player and you just trade down all the way to like the middle of the first round and just – Keep Justin Fields and have just an un—I mean, just an unfathomable package you could of do picks. that too. It's what I would do. Um, let somebody else. I get like man, they're resetting really, the clock. I really don't know, man. Of a rookie QB, I get that part because Fields will have to be paid sooner. Yeah, but it's so many resources that you would be able to play with. If I was right. a GM, that'd be a lot of fun. I mean, if you like the the draft classes for. The next couple of years, I guess, if you think there's a rookie down the road Brady that you'd Cook. be, there's always going to be players. There are always going to be players. Yeah, I, I do think there are times where draft picks do get overvalued, but uh, there's there it's enticing, right? The trade down aspect of this is very enticing. Bears already did it once last year, and we think it worked out for them. Will it work out this time around? And I'm not sure. But give us your thoughts. 875-KTGR here on the big show at 524. All right, we got to get you some Como Man Show tickets. Uh, Como Man Show is coming up next Saturday, week from tomorrow, at the Northeast Event Center where the Boone County Fairgrounds are. And you can go and check out all things, man, hunting, fishing, power sports, food. We'll be out there. You'll get a chance to win some prizes. So do not miss it. It'll be next Saturday, March 9th. Two tickets are going right now to caller number three, five seven three eight seven five KTGR. That's eight seven five fifty eight forty seven. Caller three gets two tickets to the Como Man Show next Saturday. Good luck, everybody. We've got the moment of the week coming up next from producer Chris. And who you got? Missouri Ole Miss on Saturday night tomorrow. Here on the Big Show. You are listening to the Big Show podcast on KTGR.com. Hi, I'm producer Chris Mitchell, and I'm here to tell you to get up! You know what time it is, baby. Bring it in because it's time for my moment of the week. Yeah! 
but in the process, his leg, his walking stride is not impeded. Kind of, kind of sticks his leg out a little bit, and I think that's where it all went wrong for Kyle Filipowski personally watching the video. What video are you watching? The that, that, none of that happened. None of it. Are you kidding me? No. None of it happened. He sticks his leg out. He's walking. Do you stick your leg out while you walk, Brendan? No. He's no, trying to I... walk a little bit quicker out of the court area because there are tens of thousands of fans tens running of his direction. How many what would you do? Brendan Schaefer, what would you do? I would stop walking for a moment and let stop the crazy walking person... and let them swarm around you. No, don't. No, I would stop for that. that one person. I'm gonna go. Oh, this guy's running at the direct spot. This where my guy next step tries to be. bring his arms in while this guy is running past him, and then he extends them out because he thinks he's past him, and then all of a sudden he's not. And then there are two. Shove guys, well, and then there are bit. two fans behind him that give Philip Kowski a shove. So who's actually at fault here? Like, come on, this is ridiculous. Why are you blaming this kid? who has all of these adversaries around him, and he's just trying to get out of the way. You can't do that, man. I don't care that he's at Duke. I don't care that we hate Duke. I don't care that we always make fun of Duke whenever we get a chance. This kid has absolutely no fault in this situation. Get a grip. How bad of a time, Chris, would this be to correct Andy's pronunciation of the player's name? This would be a bad time, wouldn't it? Filipowski? Uh, yeah, Filipowski, yeah. Okay. I believe we'd call that a straw man in this argument, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, man, it was an all-timer. It was like the first five minutes of the week on the big show, and yet it, it survives to now to be the moment of the week, rightfully so. One of Andy's best rants, I think, of all time. We didn't I see eye to eye. But... I think the mispronunciation, you know, I hate mispronouncing names. It's one you do. Bad, I, I just, I always feel bad after it. It almost made it better this time. Well, yeah, because you know why? I think that K sound is like is a called a plosive, and sometimes those plosives are just they're they're more comedic, they're more powerful in your diction. Like it was it was great to add another little K sound in there. It's just like Philip Kowski, pow, just like pow, right in the kisser. It was great. I mean, it was I was laughing. I had to mute my microphone. I was laughing so hard. Um, you know, I didn't see eye to eye with you on the result of that, but I am glad that we found an area that we could kind of go toe to toe this week and sort of allow that that strand, that narrative to linger throughout this week on the big show. It was a lot of fun. I don't know why I needed to get so mad about it, but it felt necessary because you were like the, going to bat for this dude. No, I mean, the, the louder I get, the more ridiculous of take I'm fighting. So that's, that's kind of <laughs> where I'm. That's my meter. Like, so like so like if I the said, more ridiculous the take that I am against, like the louder I get. So flat for, earthers, I get louder. I was gonna say, like, if for instance, I were to say there's no such thing as space, right, you yes. might burst a blood vessel. Yeah, I probably would. <laughs> if, if Tyler like, Owens not were that here, far removed from somebody who actually believes this bleep. So I, <laughs> come on, he was so mad. Oh, Chris, remember how? What remember happened? how he was so mad? Yeah. It was my favorite. Oh, bravo. Well, well done. It, hopefully. Dakota to the story is also great because Filipowski did suited up for the next game anyways. He was like completely fine. fine. He was totally fine. Well, he wasn't again, again, at all. Again, not the point, though. Like, yes, are we serious? It is the point. It's not the point. We had a week-long narrative on the Talking Head TV shows 
about I saw this play every time I walked into the Cardinal Clubhouse. There was an ESPN on. I saw it every time I was in there every morning of the week. And this dude wasn't even hurt. He was fine. But it I mean, we are grasping his injury status does not have any bearing yeah, you know on funny. the fact that it's not safe for these players not all the time. Safe. You know what's funny? Oh, yeah, I, just I don't walk into a fan. <laughs> no, <laughs> we like, yeah, no, actually not safe. Brendan, you can't change your story. You can't actually. go revisionist history on this. It, I'm we not revising were both, anything. You are revising it. We were all about safety and making sure that courts have plans in place to yeah. keep the players safe whenever there's, a way there's to do it. going to be a court story. There's a way to do it. And they didn't execute it this time, and it almost got somebody hurt. And That's I'm still in favor. Point. I am still in favor of safety measures, but not at the expense. Like if you told me we could just have it be a free for all Wild West, or we could ban it entirely, give me the Wild West because I think the players are going to be fine. They're going to figure yeah. out yeah. what they need to do. They're not going to be fine. Of it's if the Wild it's the West. Wild West, West There's already the Wild West in the ACC. They There's don't no have rules. any regulations against it, so they just kind of manage. And if Filipowski didn't want to start beef with that Wake Forest fan, he would have been. Even less uninjured, even though he was like completely fine and played again, in the next game. Not the point. Like if you if you only make the rules based off of somebody getting injured, like that's no. No, you I, don't wait for somebody to get hurt until you actually do something about it. Well, no, you do I, something about times, it now. A lot of times that is what happens. Well, it no. is what happens, but it's not in a way that it should right. work, right? So to end the week before, because I know we got the picks of the week coming up. We'll talk a little Mizzou basketball. But what's your final stamp on this issue? What would be the one thing you would do to implement? So that it's safer. Well, again, have a bottleneck, a very an early bottleneck oh, of the uh, of the court storming when it starts, when the clock hits zero. That allows a few extra seconds. Hey, okay, and, uh, and let security get involved in this too. Usher the players out of the way, and security it, can tell the fans, "Hey, start. This is where we're going to go." I've we're seen gonna... I've seen security line near the scores table so that yeah. the players can still like shake hands afterwards. Like, I like that, everything like that. But but section this off, like, okay, fans, this is where you go if you want a court storm at least for now, and then we'll let you move out a little bit once the players and coaches and staff, everybody's out of the way. Or whoever wants to get out of the way is out of the way. Maybe the I think home security players detail stay, but, can right because right, the players are going to find their their team and yes, their home players right, and dogpile yeah. them, which is what yeah. which is fine. There just needs to be a little bit of attention of like here's where the away team is and is going to be. We will we will kind of have a barrier there to to help escort them where they need to go in a, just a little bit more of an organized way than they currently do. That's all. Right and. But I think that can storming. work. Yes. No, I'm, I've never been against court storming this entire week. I'm just sent. I just it's didn't been care. Ridiculous. Like, like the idea that Filipowski. No, this. I mean, he he was at fault, but no, like wasn't. it's not that big of a deal. We talked about it for a whole week and we didn't need to. Well, we didn't have to, because, but the reason why I felt that it was necessary was because people were coming against the kid uh, who was in the middle of a court storming he and tried was trying to, start to get a fight. out. No, he did he not. Tried to, he tried to push a guy. He did not. Again, That's assault, brother. The, law, the, the louder I get, the more ridiculous the take I'm fighting is, and I'm getting louder right now. So don't do that. I've got it's a nice, a nice premise, but I've had to it's, fight it's, some ridiculous I takes I keep it consistent, man. <laughs> I uh, keep it consistent. 875-KTGR. Give us a call or a text. I've got a good one. What's that? Um, they should stop court storming uh, because it is just, you know, unsafe in general, but they shouldn't ban it. 
They should make it harder to court storm. No, no. I, so here's it, what you do. That's a half so you, get rid, so you get rid of the stairs, right? Going down to the court from the stands, right? And you just elevate. You either like bring the court down or you elevate the stands up to make it so perilous to try to court storm that people just don't do it. You put up some banisters. You put up some ramps, okay? We want to be OSHA compliant, but you make it so like. But there's court no, storming is good. It's a good thing. We've again. I'm not against we, we, court storming. We take the court storming and we push it somewhere else. I don't think we need court. another SpongeBob yeah. reference. We, no. we we take it outside. We, we no. you know what? You got an issue? You take it outside. I don't. That, think that's so. my call. I don't agree. Listen, Andy's it's different not being loud when you storm on the field. There's turf. There's grass. This is maybe not, there's a hedge you can hop this into. Was you not get stuck the, in, but it's uh, fine. Again, uh, I understand it, Chris. You want to do this safely, but I don't. I don't care about player safety. Uh, well, I think it's fine. All right, I'm going to get uh, loud again. Come on, Brendan. The NCAA doesn't even. I like how, you don't want to like, watch healthy players on the court. I like how this is why Andy's these games are good. Only tactic is to get loud. I will use my logic and debate technique to. There's no to you think I lose you logic whenever I get loud? It actually gets better. I don't know if that's. It's over the very true. Two and a half years. I don't know if I buy it. It's but definitely hey, true, but uh, again, if if you can't decipher loudness from your, logic, then that's you get your, your problem. Last word we're, getting flavor, we're getting three flavors of feeling here from all of us. There's no facts or logic to it. There's no rules. It's the NCAA. Let's let Who Andy cares? get that last word in, and that that'll mean he won the argument. But first, uh, does Mizzou win the rally for Ryan game? They should. They usually do. They usually do. They kind of need to because otherwise, circumstances. They're though, going winless. Like, <laughs> this is their chance. This is their chance. Yeah, if they lose this, they definitely lose on Tuesday. But I still I still maintain that if they win this game, they actually have a very good chance to win Tuesday. That's fair. Uh, against I don't Auburn. hate that take. No no chance against LSU uh, in about a week or so, eh. I don't think. I don't know. Um, Weird things can happen, but yeah. probably not. I mean, but but again, if they're 0-17, I think no chance. I, that's fair, um, but uh, but but here's the thing: the, this game is the one that you have to focus on now. Again and again, it will be a little. It probably won't be the largest attended game of the season, but it'll be a little bit more because it's rally for Ryan. You've got some good promotions. It's gonna be Star Wars night tomorrow too, uh, so that's always a good thing. They're doing and, everything possible to get right, to get yeah, this uh, win. Throw the hail marys now, uh, but uh, I do think that Mizzou, with the way they have played, they went to this old Miss team. And they led for quite a while. And then the wheels fell off. But, again, this this is what's done Mizzou in the last two or three weeks or so in these games they played. They played better. Like, Sean East got healthy again, and he's been scoring very, very well. He's scored 20 points in each of his last four games. That's a pretty decent scoring run that he's been on. Tamar Bates has been, you know, in and out. Noah Carter's been in and out. Nick Honor's been in and out. You need all three of those guys to show up. That's... That's the main thing. Yeah, showing up on the same day, that would be a glorious thing because it seems like it's been a little hit or miss. You, you might get one or two guys showing up, but then the rest of the roster kind of lags behind. And do it for 40 minutes. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that Mizzou is going to be right in the thick of this game probably at halftime and probably at the 10-minute mark to go in the game. Can they finish? That's going to be my question, and... I won't reveal my answer yet. Maybe through the course of picks of the week, I will reveal my answer all right. well, on that hey, one. That's, uh, that's coming up next. We'll give our picks of the week, all college basketball, all coming up next after this live local sports center. You're listening to the Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. 
All right, ready now for our picks of the week here on the big show. KTGR and KTGR.com. Andy, Brendan, and producer Chris all here. Time once again to try to get our best as far as college basketball is concerned. Last week, it was me, 4-1. and one. Hooray! Good Two job. and three for both Brendan and Chris last week. I am still last in the standings, but uh, hey, still time. Still time. Eh, debatable. Six weeks left. I mean, it's 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 do. I'm four and a half games behind Chris. Math, right. Mathing. I'm not. I'm not thinking about first. Like you, you probably got that. No, Brandon. so there's not time. <laughs> Again, the thing that matters. Trying not to finish last, not because oh, I'm right. really, not because I'm doing the Waffle, the Waffle House, House challenge. challenge. Yeah, not because of that. And that if, is what matters. And if I do catch Chris and I pass him, I'm not going to vote that he does the Waffle House challenge either, because we didn't agree to it at the beginning of the year, and we don't have to uh, change the rules Pretty just sure. because we know. Who's in last right now and who has the best chance at getting there? I might just do it. It sounds fun. Yep. All right. Sounds like you're outvoted. I'm uh, two out of three. It's it has to be unanimous. Sorry. Listen. I don't think that's how anything works. That is how it works, actually. It's It's actually how it works. Sixty six point six repeating percent of us say you can't even get seventy five percent. Wow, that's too it's too bad. Sorry. When do we need seventy five percent? What are we, NFL owners? We don't need seventy five. I mean, that's how they do it. I'm just saying. I don't really want to model myself after NFL owners. Just saying. Come on, they got a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Anyway, picks of the week this week. All no college integrity. basketball. 14 games. Kansas at Baylor. Illinois at Wisconsin. Oregon at Arizona. Marquette at Creighton. NC State at North Carolina. Virginia at Duke. Gonzaga at St. Mary's. And then Florida at South Carolina, Arkansas at Kentucky, LSU at Vanderbilt, Mississippi State at Auburn, Texas A&M at Georgia, Tennessee at Alabama, and then Ole Miss at Mizzou. Now, I don't believe where I'm seeing there's a line out for the Mizzou game. It's probably going to come out in about five, ten minutes or so. (laughs) But it's not yet. But but it's not out yet. Do we want to just go with the Ken Palm line here? I think that's fair. What do we have for Ken Palm? That is Mizzou plus two. Okay. Okay. Mizzou plus two, you can write on your sheets. All right. And I will pick the order. It'll go Chris, me, Brendan. Wow. He's scared. What about that? He is scared of, scared of Waffle what? House. Well, scared, what do you, you know that I'm you know that I'm you know I'm here to compete and you don't want to let me have a chance. I'm gonna go last. All right. Well, what do you mean? Like again, not well, you scared of go Waffle last. House because it's not happening, but go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. Um, it is. Let me pick Ooh, this is a fun one. I like a good pick em, so let me let me pick the Georgia Bulldogs at home. Okay. Over that is the a uh, pick em game. Texas A&M. It's being played in Athens. That's probably right. I don't know. It's, it's pick em. I don't know how I feel about it. The margins are so thin. It's true. Uh, all right. I'm going to take St. Mary's minus two and a half against Gonzaga at home. It's always a very hotly contested game. Yeah. Every single year. But Gonzaga's down. They like they're not first in their conference this year. St. Mary's is the team that is undefeated right, right. now. They're better. I believe St. Mary's beat them on the road. Yeah, like this is their their rematch. So and it's only two and a half. I'm going to take um, take the Gales. Yeah, that's a good pick. I, I would have probably gone for that myself. Um, hmm. 
Arizona is a big number, but they're better than Oregon by a big number. So I'll take the the heavy favorite, minus 13 and a half at home. We'll take uh, Desiree's Wildcats. Okay. Yeah, all right. Uh, and their extended coach that she did not uh, extend herself. They announced the extension when they announced her as AD. But right, before like you, she was officially AD. You move jobs because you lost power at this university, but they're already like going <laughs> they're underneath you. They're making moves they want to do before, before you, you even get over. there. Whatever. <laughs> like, I'm done worrying about that thing. Yeah. All right, Chris. All right. Um, let's get a... Ooh, this is a fun one. <laughs> it is entirely possible Virginia just likes drags Duke through the mud just because that's what Virginia does. Is it? Um, unfortunately, uh, Duke is just so much better. I'll take that. Okay, you just reverse course there. Uh, Duke minus eight and a half yeah. at home against Virginia, which yeah, I think is probably the more likely side. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take Virginia on that side, even though I think it's possible. But I'm gonna stay away from it. Oh man. Uh, there aren't a lot of great choices this week. I, I'm not really feeling a whole lot of these. What I am feeling is LSU, though. They're only three-point favorites on the road against Vanderbilt. They've been playing a lot better recently. And, look, I, I know Vanderbilt does play better at home slightly, but they're still not a good team. If I, We haven't done tiers all year long, but I would put Vanderbilt on the same tier as Mizzou still today. Like, they're not good. I'm taking LSU minus three on the road. I don't think I can disagree with that. Yeah, that seems like a really small number. Almost kind of like a trap line, but you're ready to fall into it. So we'll we'll let you. Um, boy. Creighton, I'm staring down this Creighton pick. They're four and a half favored against Marquette. Yeah. Those are two really good teams. Gosh dang it. It's a trap. Give me Creighton, though, minus four and a half. Okay. That's a fun one. Chris, your third uh, pick. Would you pick Creighton or Marquette? I took Creighton, he and took I Creighton. think I'm going to get someone. Someone's going to fade me. I feel that. Oh, because like that's me. a tough one. I'll take Marquette. Ah, yeah. no, Chris going to do it right away. Let's get it. I, 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 that was an example of me betting the team and not the number. I like the team. I don't like the number, but I bet it anyway. Interesting. Doing our picks of the week here on the Big Show, KTGR and KTGR.com. This game also hard to read. But it's a small enough number to where I, I think the home team will probably prevail. Another, it's another, you know, marquee. Maybe not marquee, but it's two top twenty-five teams right now. I'm taking South Carolina at home minus one and a half Ooh, against Florida. Okay, player. Yeah, and, and South Carolina I, maybe a little fraudulent uh, over the last few weeks or so. They've maybe oh, yeah. been exposed maybe. a little bit, but, but still at, better than Florida at home against at Florida. Home. Only I one was... and a half. I'm taking it. This is, I don't often have this happen, but I'm almost like in my own head during this picks of the week because I should have taken South Carolina over that Creighton pick, and I just, I didn't. I heard the footsteps, so to speak. Um, I'm going to fade Kansas because when in doubt, I'm, I'm going to be happy with my decision. So, yeah. Baylor minus five. Kansas on the road this year hasn't been as good as, uh, at, at their own referee dome that they get to play at. So I'll go Baylor minus five. I, I like that. I think that'll actually happen, even though it, it, we all would have picked it anyway, the Baylor side. Right. But, but I, think it's it's also, actually, I think it's actually possible. I think it's a good yeah. All right, Chris, fourth round. Um, I think, yeah, I should probably. I think I'll pick Illinois here over Wisconsin. I was Plus about two that. and a half on the road. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good an number. interesting one. That is a good number. I'm going to stay away from the other side for now. Yeah, the Badgers have just been a little bit spotty down the stretch here. 
Illinois We're all staring each other down on the fade, by the way. It's coming. We're going to have to do some more fading, I imagine. We will, yeah. We've got one that's happened so far. Chris faded me on Marquette Creighton. Man, this one's tough. Ah, no, I'm going to stay away from that game entirely. I'll take Kentucky minus 13 and a half against Arkansas. That was another one Ooh. that I like. Yeah. Yep. That's such a big number, but. No, it's going to happen. Uh, Arkansas is not good. Brendan. Uh, Alabama at home. They should be able to win by three. It's only minus That's two. That's another one I was looking at. I, it, it's tricky. Yeah. I'm taking a lot of home teams because it's kind of like when in doubt. But they're only favored by two over Tennessee. Tennessee's a great team, but Alabama's at home. I'll, I'll, I'll take the tie. All right, Chris, go ahead. All right, let's get stupid. Give me Tennessee plus two, baby. Rocky okay. I was actually That's not thinking, a bad fade. I was actually thinking about that also. I'm uneasy right they're now. They're kind of about feeling it right at. now, the volunteers are. This might be, they might have something here. Okay. They might actually get to the final four. One more pick for me. All right, fine. I'll take Mizzou plus two. Oh, look at that. There you go. I'll take them. Good job. Even player. though I don't think they'll win. Brendan. Are you ready for this? Yes. I'm going to score predict Mizzou 75, Ole Miss 73. Okay. I will take Ole Miss in the picks of the week. This is this is what it's going to take. It's going to take rally for Ryan, Star rally Wars Ryan, day, man. Brendan fading his own belief that Mizzou can win, and taking the other side on picks of the week. Very nice. I like. If it. Ole Miss wins by a point, I am probably not showing up on Monday because that will be too much to take. <laughs> I'll lose both. I'll lose the Mizzou yeah. and the pick. All right. But give me give me Ole Miss. Well, those are our picks of the week for college basketball tomorrow. We'll uh, post them at our social media pages at KTGR Big Show on Twitter, Facebook.com slash KTGR Big Show. Thanks for joining us today. By the way, you can tune into Mizzou Baseball right now at KTGR.com. What's on the sports wire tomorrow? Oh, man, we got to talk about that low light reel for that NFL PA report card. We're also going to do a little bit of a deal or no deal with some NFL quarterback contract deal extensions. Or no deal. Are you going to shave your head for that? Exactly. So, just I, like got brief, Mandel? I got briefcases full of players. Okay. It's all right. awesome. I like that. Uh, Nine to 10 tomorrow for the sports wire with, uh, with Chris Mitchell. Don't miss that. And have a great weekend, everybody. He's Brendan. He's producer Chris. I'm Andy. Again, go and tune in to Mizzou Baseball right now at KTGR.com as they take on Northern Kentucky all this weekend. We'll see you on Monday.